This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hey, 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 Bright Soul. Thank you so much for joining me on another podcast. And thank you for joining me on a week of a holiday for those of us who celebrate Christmas. I'm so glad that you are here. And I am fully aware that sometimes around the holidays, the amount of people that we have to interact with who may be toxic can increase stress levels. And let's face it, the way the world has been going and the energy of the world and the agendas and the fear mongering and the segregation and the division, we need to remind ourselves of why people are toxic and ways that we can handle them. So in today's podcast, I'm just going to share with you what I personally do and what works for me. So if you have other ideas or suggestions that work well for you, please do those things. I'm just sharing with you how I keep myself sane and centered and focused on the light. And this isn't intended to try to change other people because we cannot change other people. Everyone has free will choice. So this is just to help us to remind ourselves that we all have our own path. And we interact with people, we cross other people, really just as a reflection of our own work and what we're here to do. We don't know the big plan. There have been times in my life where I have had to deal with extremely toxic and ugly people and years will pass by and they come back and apologize and share what was going on with them individually and how they didn't mean to take things out on me. And you know, by then I've already, I've already forgotten about it because I understand that there are billions of people on the planet. We're all on our own path. And how other people treat me is their karma and how I react is mine. And I know, as I've shared in several of the podcasts lately, because this just seems to be up so prevalent right now. And when people are extremely wounded and just numb and shut off, they haven't done their own healing work. They can sometimes behave very robotically, hypnotically, very insensitively. And we're seeing a lot of that right now. And our job is to stay conscious stay conscious, stay light filled, stay centered, and stay in our heart. Now I'm not saying it's open your heart to everyone, because we know that that's not safe. But we want to come back there and not allow other people's actions to harden us. There's a difference between protecting yourself and closing yourself off. Those are the things that I personally remind myself of and work through as we're dealing with toxic people. Now, I do not have a lot of toxic people that I interact with on a daily basis anymore. Thank the Lord. I really only have one extremely toxic person that I have to interact with in a work setting. And that person is incredibly closed-minded and unhappy. And I say those things not from a judgment because I, I will tell you before I did my healing work, I know that I was closed-minded about many things only because I wasn't ready to hear it. And I wasn't in a heart-centered space. I was so closed off from myself. When you're closed off from yourself, you're definitely closed off from other people because you can't give other people what you personally don't have. And so knowing exactly where that person is, plus I do energy healing (laughs) and I'm very intuitive 
and I'm clairvoyant and clairsentient and claircognizant. I have all those skills. When I have to interact with this person, I already know what I'm dealing with. So it's I'm dealing with an extremely wounded person who is completely unconscious, who is completely fear-based, not a bad person, honestly, not a bad person at all, has some really good qualities. They're buried deep down in there, and they only surface occasionally, <laughs> but they're in there. And so I remind myself that this is not a bad person. This is a person who is extremely close-minded. They are blinded. They are in fear. And their rigid and ugly, toxic ways are simply a reflection of the lens that they are viewing the world from. And I also remind myself of what a miserable place to live on the inside. That's a miserable place to live because you can't live life fully if you're constantly constricted in a place of wounding and fear and judgment. And again... I've lived my life in one way or the other or one to, one degree to another, you know, at, at various times on my healing journey. So that's why I started with, with saying that we're all on our own healing journey because you and I are compassionate people and we want to stay compassionate without being a doormat or a punching bag. And I understand that's a balance. So here is what I personally do. First, I remind myself that People who are extremely toxic and negative and unhappy unconsciously feel the need to bring other people down to boost themselves up. So if they can talk down to you or lodge bullets at you, hypothetically speaking, verbally, or tear you down, it makes them feel better, you know, because they're in judgment and they're in an ugly place. And so the only way that they can feel superior and feel better is if they are belittling others. People that put others down to lift themselves up are incredibly low and insecure. They just are. That is an insecure behavior. So you know that already going in. Or you can come quickly ass assess it just with a couple of exchanges with someone. You can quickly understand, oh, okay, this person is incredibly toxic. They're negative. They're in fear. Um, they're a surface level person. They're not going to go deep. They're just going to kind of live the same day over and over for maybe 10 years and they probably won't get anywhere. I mean, it's just the reality of where they are. It's their mindset. So these are some tools that I've been using when conversations start. And I know the conversation is going to be either inflammatory or toxic conversation scenarios. This is a common one right now. So let's just say that you're having to be around someone who brings up a conversation topic that you're uncomfortable talking about because you have a different opinion than they do. So let's just say they want to talk to you about putting something in your body and you don't want to talk about it because maybe you don't want to put something in your body and they do or vice versa. It really doesn't matter when they bring it up or they start trying to manipulate you with their viewpoint of all of the different periodic reviews that they've found in science or whatever you just sit quietly. And then when they finish, just say, why are you telling me this right now? This is something that I do. Why are you telling me this right now? Stuns them because they're trying to manipulate, be sneaky, be ugly, and bring up topics that they already know you will not agree on. So it's as though they're looking for an occasion to create some level of segregation or division, or they're trying to overpower or control you. And I'm not saying that it's from a vicious standpoint, because it could be because they care about you and they personally are an 
a ton of fear and they're worried. And so they're bringing up that concern. But if you've already had the conversation and they won't drop it, that's disrespectful. And it's also not productive. So what I do is just say, why are you telling me this right now? And then if they say, well, because this and that, and then that, I'll say, okay, so what's your point? What's your point? And sometimes they'll come out and say, oh, well, I think everyone should do this. And I, and here's what I would say. Well, that's your opinion. And I respect your opinion, but I have my own. And I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to spend any more energy on this because it really is not going to go anywhere. So can we just change the subject? This really works well. Also, just asking, what's your point? And then they finish and you just ask again, okay, so what's your point? Because <laughs> they usually don't have a point other than to create some type of inflammation or gossip and drama, because that's another thing that toxic people do. You have to remember they're surface level people, because in order to really do your healing work and to understand who you are, you've got to go beneath the surface. You've got to feel some things. You have to open up. You've got to go through a healing journey. And you and I know, but when we get on this journey, because we're here together, it's not very fun. And once you become conscious of something, you cannot go back and pretend you don't know. <laughs> Spirit knows you know. So you're already moved past a certain level. You can't go back. It's totally worth it. I would not have it any other way. But at times when you're around a group of surface level people, you start feeling like, my Lord, am I the only one that can see a higher view? Am I the only one that can look at this from a conscious level. And so in that way, it can feel kind of lonely. So you've just got to remember that. So those are the things, two of the things that I love to do. Why are you telling me this right now? And what's your point? The other thing is, okay, let me think about this. So if they're trying to push something on you, maybe you haven't had the conversation, or they're just trying to get you to agree to something that you're not sure about. Let me think about it. I have to think about this go on and on and on. I have to think about this. The other thing you can just say is, let me pray about it. I'm going to think about this in my meditation. I'm going to pray about it. I'll get back to you on it. Thank you. So when they're trying to put you on the spot, just create some space there. Oftentimes they even forget about it because a lot of times these people are just, they're, they're, they're so pulled by fear and gossip and drama and whatever's going on in the moment. They don't really have an anchor. And that's the other problem. If you don't have an anchor, you're going to be swayed with everything. You know, you don't have any balance. There's no stability. So that's the other thing going on. And I, I can actually have sympathy for that because, my Lord, what a rotten place to be. But when you're unconscious of something, you don't know it because you're unconscious. So you don't know. No different than when you're deceived. You don't know you're deceived because you're deceived. So, so. It's nice to keep those things in the back of your mind so you don't get completely and utterly irritated because I've been there too. So here's another thing that you can do. And I've also done this. The complainers, the people that are, woe is me, nothing's ever working for me, blah, blah, blah. You know, I've shared this in a previous podcast. Um, there's two things that I use with this. The first one is you've got to really become a good detector at finding any any remnant of positivity that they possibly uttered out of their mouth. So it could be something as simple as I had something to eat this morning that was good. Or they say, oh, well, I had breakfast. And then they go on to their day and tell you everything rotten that's going on in the world. You just say, what did you eat for breakfast? And they're going to look at you like, what the heck? Whatever it was, let's just say 
I don't know, I'm making this up, a blueberry muffin. Was it good? Oh yeah, it was delicious. There's my positive thing that I'm going to remind them of. So when they complain and complain and complain, I'm going to pull it on back to, well, at least the blueberry muffin was good because that's the only positive thing they said. Now, hey, if you're lucky, this would be a fun game for you because maybe they said a couple of things that were positive and you can remind them of those positive things. And so what you're doing is really just positively reinforcing them to go back to something positive. This game's not fun for them because you aren't feeding it. What they want you to do is say, oh my Lord, you are such a victim. Everything is horrible in your life. The whole world sucks. That's what they want you to do. And you would feed it just like we talked about last week, what you feed grows. So you're attempting to sow seeds and feed the one tiny inkling of positivity that they could possibly muster. (laughs) but took all their energy to do it. So then you're feeding it and feeding it. The other thing that I have done is listen and just say, oh, you know, you seem so unhappy. You seem so unhappy. Why don't you take a break? Or what are some things you could do to make yourself feel a little bit better? What brings you joy? If they're older, like super, super toxic, this isn't going to be something that they want to talk about. It might aggravate them. You're going to know the person better than me and you can just try these techniques out. Now I've used this on people who are just maybe in a rut and they've just gotten into an extremely low and exhausting place, you know, and that has happened when all of this stuff was going on, you know, started back in 2020 and people are like glued to the news and they're, you know, complaining and blah, blah, blah. I would just say, you know, I would really, I don't know what's making you so unhappy, but you know, honestly, if I were you, I would just turn all that off and take a break. I do things like that. Little tiny nuggets and they don't want to talk to me anymore. (laughs) They don't want to talk to me anymore because it's not, I don't agree and I'm not going to pretend as though I agree because I don't and I can be compassionate, but I don't have to get in there with you. It's again, what we talked about last week. I can see that you're having an awful time, you know, but I don't have to get in there and do it. You're you're in a pity party for one. I'm not going to make it a pity party for two. I'm just not going to do it. Because the other thing is that as a life-filled person, those type of people, if you feed it, it will drain you. And I know you know what I'm talking about because it gets exhausting. Honestly, it's exhausting to just be around surface level people all the time. I can only do that in small spurts. Because if you don't have anything, any higher vision, higher awareness, um, then it's kind of boring. Actually, it's not kind of boring. It's real boring. (laughs) I can only do that for so long because for those of us who run a higher mission, we see a higher plan and we see beyond just this 3d world, just the physical. And for those who are just living in the physical day by day, and this is all they see. Wow. I just can't. I mean, I'm sure there was a time when I was that way, but I'm not there anymore, especially not now. And so that in itself can be really draining. So I prepare myself going in and, you know, I'm there to hopefully drop a couple of nuggets of inspiration, not on purpose. I'm just being my authentic self. You know, my goal is to always make people feel a little bit better, bring a little bit of joy to people's lives. I mean, honestly, that is my genuine intent. I don't want to go in there and come out just as miserable as they are. I want to maintain where I am. You know, whatever the bigger aura is, that energy will go down. What I mean by that is if you are a bright golden sun and you go around someone who's just a tiny little speck, your bright sun energy is going to illuminate that little speck. 
But if you go around someone and they have like a huge dark aura that is just bigger than yours, their dark energy is the bigger element in the room. So that's the one that's filling the room. And so my goal is to always say, okay, if I'm going to go into a room of people and I know that it is incredibly dark there and maybe darker than my personal aura, I'm going to do shields like crazy. I'm going to pray before I go. I'm going to ask for protection and I'm going to limit my time there. I'm going to limit my interaction. I'm going to get in, get out, and I'm going to get home and take a salt bath. I'm going to do praying and all the other things, meditating, energy healing. I'm going to do all those things when I get out so that I can continue to do my mission. I don't want other people to extinguish my light so that I can't continue to do my mission. I just, I'm not going to do that. And I don't want you to do it either. Also, don't even try to talk about the things that you're doing because they don't care. (laughs) They don't care. I don't mean that in an ugly way, but you know, an extremely negative person is in such a vibrational misalignment with where you are. A really, a person in a low, low place, they can't reach where you are. They cannot be happy for you because they're not happy for themselves. And when you share things, it almost just makes them more and more aggravated. You'll notice this, or it seems to just make them feel even lower because you're probably vibrating at, you know, let's just say an eight and they're at, you know, a two. You can't even arm length reach someone at that vibration. You're not even close. So, I mean, I just keep it focused on them or focused on neutral topics. I don't talk much about myself because they don't want to hear about me anyway. They really don't. Um, And if you do try to share things from your heart, they are likely going to knock you down and it's going to make you feel terrible. And you've probably had this experience. And again, it really isn't personal, but it is personal. So I understand when people say, well, don't take it personally. It's hard to do when it's people that you care about or that you love because you can't understand why someone that loves you would treat you that way. That's why I just shared all the things I shared before this moment. It really isn't about you. They're just extremely unhappy. And there's this thing called crabs in a bucket. So if you've ever watched crabs in a bucket, they pull each other down. So one will start to get crawling to the top and they'll all pile on and try to pull them down. Because remember, it's unconscious usually, but they feel the need to bring other people down in order to make themselves feel better. And this happens a lot in families. I did a whole a podcast on tribal shaming, you know, because they want you to be like them. And then the second that you start to show signs of not being like them, they start to have their own insecurities about, wait a minute, if you're going to reach a, a new limit, does that mean I have to reach a new limit? Because I'm not ready. So I'm going to tear you down. So that way, neither of us have to do that. When it has nothing to do with them, but they make it about them because of where they are. So it's just an awareness of knowing that this is part of the human condition. Some people are not ever going to learn and do something different. Some people will just continue to repeat the same patterns, but that's not you. And that's not me. And that's why we gather here and stick together and keep each other going. I'm used to being a minority. I am a minority. We are a minority. And what I mean is most of the collective is on a different path than we are on. So you're called to something higher. I'm called to something higher. And while it might feel lonely, it's worth it because that is why you are here. So let's go into a healing. And for this healing, I'm just going to focus on 
helping you to shield and ground and flood you with the light so that your aura is bigger than those that you're going around and your light can fill the room as opposed to getting extinguished by those with a extremely dark and low vibration. So you can uncross your arms and legs. Okay, you can start coming back into your body. And so it is. Okay, and that is all I had to offer. Please take good care of yourself this week. We just had a full moon and that energy lingers for a few days. So it's kicking things up for people. This is a good time to release. Just take some time. I know if you're really busy, if you're hosting, that can be really challenging. Try to give yourself little breaks. Make sure that you're staying centered and grounded. And just remember, this is going to pass. We're continuing to grow and ascend, and we'll get there one day at a time. Oh, please get on my mailing list. And for those of you that celebrate, Merry Christmas. And I will talk to you next week. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. Take care. Bye-bye.